Hello and welcome to Our Lady of Victory. This morning, it is Monday, July 20th, and we hear from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 12, verses 38 through 42. This is what St. Matthew writes in his Gospel for today. Some of the scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. He said to them in reply, An evil and unfaithful generation seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah, the prophet. Just as Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and for three nights. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. There is something greater than Jonah here. At the judgment, the queen of the south will arise with this generation and condemn it, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And there is something greater than Solomon here, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, just a couple of years ago, around this same time, in fact, it was around the 23rd of July of 2018, the world was riveted by the plight of 12 boys and their soccer coach trapped inside an underwater cave in Thailand, two miles below ground. They were missing for 10 days. Divers finally found the boys alive and two miles below the surface, weak, but alive. Then began the daunting task of trying to rescue them before the monsoons flooded the underground network of caves. The boys' plight became the focus of an international rescue effort. The Navy, the Thai Navy SEALs, and more than a half dozen government agencies worked together to organize the rescue. The U.S. Air Force deployed a survival specialist and an elite special operation unit to the site. Private companies soon followed from France, Israel, the Philippines, and from Great Britain. More than a hundred divers and medical personnel participated in the rescue. One diver, an ex-Thai naval SEAL, died during the rescue operation. A small tent city quickly sprang up with local folks offering everything from food to massages to the rescue workers. Farmers sacrificed their fields to overspill from the hundreds of gallons of water pumped out of the caves every hour. But perhaps the person most responsible for keeping the boys alive during those 10 days of darkness was their coach, a 25-year-old gentleman whom they called Coach Eck. Orphaned as a child, he was a Buddhist monk for 10 years as a young boy. Described by friends as patient and strong, Coach Eck collected fresh water the boys, for the boys and rationed their food. 
sacrificing his own portions to keep the 12 young ones alive. He also led them in long periods of meditation to conserve their energy and to keep despair from settling in. Finally, the work of so many divers, doctors, and volunteers realized what many feared would never happen. The last of the boys emerged from the cave on July 10th, and the members of the Wild Boar's soccer team are all recovering, spent the next weeks recovering in a Thai hospital. That story, as I was mentioned, was covered by Time magazine on July 23rd of 2018. See, if we're looking for a sign, a sign of God's compassion and grace, there it was. Yes, Jesus fed thousands with scraps of bread and healed the blind and the deaf, lepers and raised the dead. But God's most powerful signs begin in human hearts. God reveals his love for us in every act of kindness, in every offering of forgiveness. God is, in our midst, not in displays of miraculous wonders or supernatural powers, but it's always revealed in the humble gratitude and the selfless service that imitates that of Jesus in the gospel. And in each one of us, in our own small kindnesses and offerings of support and help, they become the very signs that we're looking for. I always remember my dad, who worked for 30 years for the state of Rhode Island at the Rhode Island Veterans Home, which is an inpatient residential facility for veterans. My dad quite regularly was known to have a line almost the length of the entire hallway of vets waiting for him in the morning when he would come into his office. My dad began his own kind of collection for a clothing closet. And there the vets would line up for a new pair of shoes or for a sweater, a new shirt or a pair of trousers, a pair of socks or underwear, whatever they might need. Oh, it wasn't government-initiated. It received no government help. It all began with my dad, who in the beginning years just simply opened up his wallet and would take one of the vets to get a new pair of shoes or to buy him a new shirt or to get him a ball cap when they were going out at an adventure for a day's outing out in the sun. And my dad worried that they would have too much sun and so out of his own pocket, he would pay for hats and scarves and gloves and whatever else was needed until some of the volunteers began bringing things to my dad as they were cleaning out their own closets at home. See, that's where we recognize and begin to see the very presence of God in our own midst. Here in Northville, I think of it so often, so regularly, every time I drive by Civic Concern on Seven Mile, 
an organization founded a good number of years ago with Our Lady of Victory being one of the founding church members for civic concern. And to this day, Marlene continues to reach out to the needs of the people from our own zip code and from the neighboring villages and cities, helping in whatever way she can with food, with clothing, with anything she can find, gift cards. We here at Our Lady of Victory have collected food for civic concern for so many years. And even during these past months during the pandemic, though people haven't been able to come into church to leave their bags of groceries, of tuna and peanut butter or pasta and sauce, People lovingly have dropped their donations off to Marlene at Civic Concern itself, still trying to help and to reach the basic needs of people. For me, that is the very presence of God in our midst. See, the wild boar's soccer team has become, I think, worldwide a sign of the very Spirit of God in our midst. But if you open up the eyes of your hearts, you will begin to see the very sign of God's presence all around us. Through the kindness of a neighbor during these months who perhaps has reached out and said, I'm going to the store. Do you need anything? Let me pick something up for you. Or the person who, walking by the house, has stopped in and just offered, as just the other day, to water the flowers out in my yard as I stood there in that blazing sun. Someone came by and said, Father, you shouldn't be out standing in the sun watering your plants. Go back in where it's cool. I'll water the plants for you. A sign of God's presence in our midst. They're everywhere around us. You just need to open your eyes and you'll see. So we pray, gracious and loving God, in the sign of water, you embrace us in your love. In the sign of bread and wine, you transform us into the body of your beloved Son. May these signs make of us signs of your compassion, signs of your mercy, signs of your peace in our own small pot of your vineyard, maybe even right here in Northville. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Lady of Victory, pray for us. May the Lord bless you today, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a great day.